Hey guys, welcome back, welcome back. I hope you had a wonderful and blessed day. If you're catching this on the replay, thank you so much for taking the time to do that. I love seeing your hearts and shares as well. If you're catching this on um, one of the podcast outlets, if you're listening over there on one of the numerous podcast outlets, thank you so much for your follows and listenership over there. I really do appreciate it. We're going to talk about scriptural keys tonight. You guys know I always like to come from a scriptural um, scriptural biblical foundation right we like to frame everything have a point of reference to start from so tonight we're talking about staying positive conquering trials right you see we got the courtroom going on back here i don't know if any of y'all have ever had to be inside of one of those but i have on a few occasions and i did not like it Mm -mm, not at all sometimes i was on this side just watching sometimes i was on the other side back there the person that was up there mm -hmm, a couple of times but you know um uh that was a long time ago right <laughs> i can laugh about it now and just say man ignorance is bliss and ignorance will get you into a lot of trouble if you don't mind yourself so uh talking about conquering trials tonight that's what we're talking about right scriptural keys we're gonna try and get through 10 of these right we all face them it's inevitable and a lot of the times i know a lot of people think once i become saved you know once um I start walking as a CIA, Christian in Action. For those of you, if it's your first time with me, I love to use that acronym, CIA, Christian in Action, right? Um, once you become saved, once you become a Christian, once you say, you know, I'm fully devoting myself, you know, to the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, we think it's going to be problem free. A lot of people that aren't walking the walk, they look and they think, you know, Christians just don't have any problems. Everything's less tiptoe, you know, uh, through the tulips. Let's go through the fields all day singing, you know, the sound of music. Uh, right. Don't nobody like that other side over there. I'm fine. Just right back here. I just sit right here. Mm -hmm, I'll be fine. Just sitting right there. I don't ever plan on being up there again. Mm -mm, not up there, especially talking to that man up there. Mm -mm, mm -mm. Mm -mm. that's not how any of that will work in my life it just ain't gonna happen right so let's look at it here um let's frame trial first right a trial the formal examination before a competent tribunal of the matter in issue in a civil or criminal cause in order to determine such issue my man it's interesting that word there but i see i'm not even gonna get sidetracked see uh it says a competent tribunal mm -hmm. uh the action it can also mean the word trial can also mean the action or process of trying or putting to proof like a test right a trial it can also be a preliminary contest as in a sport it's you know it's a trial a tryout also, uh, one of a number of repetitions in an experiment, you know, you always see, well, this is just a trial. You can take this medicine if you want to, but in the last trials, a couple of people, you know, their eyes inverted the other direction, you know, their shoulders started to shake, but this is trial medication. You know, we've all heard and seen those uh, situations, right? It's also can mean a test of faith patience or stamina through subjection to suffering or temptation broadly a source of vexation our annoyance right and we know when these storms hit when these trials hit it, it's hard sometimes to keep your head up to stay positive right it's a lot easier said than done i know for me it is you know and if it, <laughs> um it's a lot easier to say it, but you know, with practice, with repetition, as with anything, we get better at it, right? So when we have a guideline, when we have framework to put it around, like these 10 keys here are things that I constantly use to keep myself grounded, right? To say, okay, you know what? Mm, I'm not going to worry about this. This storm too shall pass, right? So I'm going to share them with you guys tonight, right? Um, on, on um, surviving the different problems that challenge our faith. And we know, hey, welcome, welcome. Hey, Levante, let me open this up here so I can see fully who all's coming in on this side. All right, right. And we know the stronger that our faith gets, what comes with it? More trials, more tribulation. It just seems like, man, my goodness. You know, so that's how you know you're doing something good. When it's hitting you from the left, the right, the top, the bottom, all angles, you're like, oh God, I'm doing something right. Let me just keep on doing what I'm doing, right? Because we know we'll get through it. The question, what source can we use for strength to stay on that right path? 
path, right, to maintain our CIA status. Thank you guys so much for the hearts. I love seeing them. Hey, Sarah, glad to see you. Another one of the uh, names that bring a smile to my face. Thank you guys so much for the hearts, shares, and inviting your followers, right? Let's get into it. Number one, right? I know here soon I'm not going to be able to hold y'all long on Thursday because I know some of y'all going to be like, uh, Tori, you need to hurry up. Greenleaf and to come on. Mm-hmm. I know. Don't try and fool me. Mm-hmm. Next week, y'all going to be like, ooh, Tori, can you hurry up? Greenleaf about to start. Don't play. I know it. Mm-hmm. So the first one, right? We have to accept and say, you know what? It's inevitable. Acceptance. Accepting that trials are a part of life, right? If we look at what the Apostle Peter said in 1 Peter 4 and 12, Beloved, do not think it strange concerning the fiery trial, which is to try you as though some strange thing happened to you, right? Peter was aware that problems were going to come up, whether we're ready for them or not. Hey, J9, glad to see you. Um, Shoot me an update after this so I'll know how everything went today. So glad to see you, sis. Um, my prayers, I was lifting you up all day. Um. Oh, and before I get into this, that reminded me, speaking of prayer, you know, all this week I've been really talking about things centered around, you know, reviving and hope and just lifting people's spirit, right? Giving people the, the spiritual keys, the spiritual tools that you need to keep nourished, to keep growing, right? Not just to sit, you know, in starvation mode going, man, I, I really want to work on this, but I don't know what to do, right? How often do you hear, okay, this is what you should do, but there's not a solution on how to handle it there's no when you're like okay well they said that I need to accept it but you know what can I refer to that's going to help me be able to understand and comprehend that so that's really what I'm teaching on throughout this week and really giving good foundation principles right and you know we've been talking like last night we talked about um Corporate fellowship, corporate prayer, right? And so I have to tell you guys real quick, those of you that have been with me before may have heard me talk about my EBT guy, my food stamp guy that ran up to me one night. I was standing out front and he goes, um, hey. And I'm like, hey, how you doing? And he says, um, 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 would you like to buy some food stamps? And I'm like, buy some food? Did you just ask me to buy some food stamps? And he's like, yeah, I got this car. And I said, hold up, bro. Hold up, wait a minute. And, and you know, this was long before I'd announced anything on, per, you know, on Periscope or, uh, or anything, right? So I looked at him and I said, um, you asking me, a pastor, to buy some food stamps? And he goes, oh, my goodness, oh, my goodness. You know, and he, like, froze, right? And so he goes, you know what? I'm so sorry. He's like, look, I got here from California. Uh, and he just started telling me all of his business, right? I got a record. I got this. I got that. Well, um, long story short, you know, I talked to the guy. I tell him, look, you know, I'll give you some cash, but, you know, you can keep whatever you got going with that card. I don't want any parts of that, right? So, um he didn't want to accept the cash, you know, if we couldn't do an even trade. So I said, okay. Well, after that, I kept seeing him all the time. And I'd always check in and try and find ways, you know, to talk to him, to feed him. You know how sometimes like a baby, when you want him to eat their vegetables, you, you have to disguise it with a little something, right? So I look at this guy and I'm like, I know, man, this guy's got something. He just needs somebody to work on him, right? Somebody to feed him. So I said, you know what? I'm going to have to feed him, but I'm going to have to disguise this nutrition food for this baby I'm gonna have to disguise this you know as some sweets or something so in, in, in talking to him I'm giving him scripture I'm giving him foundation but I'm giving it to him to where he is dripping on him right I talk to you guys you, you have to drip on people you just can't run up you know come, you need to come to my church you need to get off the streets you need to get off you know that's not how any of this works right so uh, fast forward I think he's been here maybe about six seven months now so I saw him last week I said hey I noticed you've been wearing the same clothes you know the same pants the same shirt the same shoes I don't know about the underclothes but everything I see on the outside how about we go up here you know Target Walmart you know get you some t-shirts and wife beaters and whatever you want you know so you can have a change of stuff man 
his eyes teared up and, and, and he choked up hey welcome glad to see you ah oh, delaware hey jawaru what's going on charles i love me some charles y'all um so he you know and i kept telling him I'm like so you telling uh he's like no pastor no you ain't got to do that and so then i started telling him i said you telling me you telling god no because god is telling you know i'm trying to be obedient you know and take you out and, and get this stuff for you right and he goes no 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 and his eyes are watered up you know and he can barely talk he said i'm just a little overwhelmed because I've never had anybody try and take interest in me like this. Anybody to try and help me write that agape love, right? And, and, and this guy is tall. I have to look at him, you know, look up at him. I might look real tall sitting here, y'all, but I'm a short little thing. I'm about 5'3.526 inches uh, and a half, uh, add on a quarter, so that makes me about 5'4. Uh huh. Uh -huh. So, you know, I have to look up at this guy when I talk to him, right? And so I'm like, okay, right? So I'm like, you're keeping your head up, you're keeping clean, though. You're staying out of trouble you ain't doing any of that stuff that got you in trouble back in california and now you're here in houston texas he's like nah pastor i promise you i promise you i'm just trying to find a job but won't nobody give me a chance well praise god fast forward to today i'm getting ready to walk inside here he comes running pastor pastor and i'm like you know, it's still, you know, it's not a title that I, you, you know, if somebody says it, I'm like, yeah, but it's not something that I lean on. It's not something I feel I have to put in front of my name. I don't have to announce, you know, no, you need to put some respect on my name. You need to add pastor, right? Point two three six inches. Give me all of my little extra inches and centimeters. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, so when he's, when I hear people say that outside, it, it throws me off guard and I'll keep walking sometimes. Right. And so finally, he's like pastor and i'm like oh he talking to me so i <laughs> i turn around and i'm like yeah and he goes i start my job tonight praise god y'all praise god he said i know i told you that once i found a job then i would let you you know help me get some more shirts and stuff like that he said but can we make this deal he said let me go in show the people what i'm made of on this job show them what i'm made of once i'm there once i get in then i'll let you take me you know out and do what you want whatever it is that you want to do for me and i said okay you got a deal i shook his hand and i you know, I just kept speaking life over this young man because to go from trying to sell me food stamps on the sidewalk and wheel and deal and bargain with me to chasing me down to give me his praise report, right? See, that's how we work on him. That's how why we leave the 99. Hey, Joan, we leave the 99, right? They fine. We go after that one sheep that we can see that straight away, that one sheep that just needs somebody to nurture, right? To put some love into them, as Levante said, that agape love i'm telling y'all that just made my night i had to share that with y'all and when i saw the word prayer come up that reminded me of that because you know i didn't even bother to tell him i'm constantly praying you know dear god uh, soften you know these employers heart allow somebody to give this young man a chance he's trying to turn his life around don't let him get discouraged and go back out there into that street life that thug life because he ain't gonna make it you know nowadays you know what is it um I don't even know if they're doing the three-strike rule no more, the two-strike or whatever it is, but it seems like, you know, if you just go out and breathe wrong, they like 25 years, 30 years, life, mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, and I don't I don't want that to happen to the young man, so I just had to share that with you guys. So let's jump back into it. Scriptural keys. Number one, accepting that trials are a part of life. We can't avoid it. We just have to be realistic about it, right? No one's life is exempt from challenges and trials. Let's look at, you know, let's just take Jesus Christ himself, right? Suffered the most, ex uh, the most gruesome death, right? That anybody can even comprehend. So even our Lord and Savior himself went through trials. So we are not exempt. There is not a 501c3 that will exempt you from trials and tribulations, from storms coming through your life. But it's about conquering them, having the tools in place to say, okay, I'm going through this, but I know key number two is for the greater good. That's number two, realizing that it all 
works together for good. If we look at Romans 8, 28, we know that all things work together for good to those who love God, to those who are called according to his purpose, right? So one saying, you know what? I just got to accept this and face reality. Two, okay, I don't understand what this is about, but I know it's all somehow working together for the good, for the greater good, right? And, and the one thing with this, with that particular verse, Romans 8, 28, understanding that we are part of God's salvation, right? We have assurance, 100% assurance. The one thing that I say, everything else, hey, Carol, is 99.9. We can go 99.9. .9. Even if you go get a paternity test, they're going to tell you, well, I can't be 100% sure, but I'm 99.999% sure you to daddy you to mama you know uh even when you do the genealogy test right well we're about 69.97 percent sure that you got this in you we're about 20 percent sure that you got this we're about three percent sure that you might have a little drop of this in you right but the only thing that's 100 percent is the assurance from our father from god that everything will work out right even though we might not understand it we may be upset about it and again that's okay come on now LeVar. That's okay. People like to say, well, don't get upset. No. Uh-uh. When I'm, I said, look, Lord, look, Lord, look, this is how I talk to him. I really do. Look, I don't like none of this, and I don't understand what you're doing up there or what your plan is, but whenever you get this figured out, I'm going to go on down here and be about my business. But just know I'm not happy right now. And I even throw the scripture back at him. I, I do it all the time. And that's another way um, that we've talked about in previous teachings before. Turn to give him his word back. You know, and <laughs> it's like your parents, when they tell you something right, 100%, Sarah, of uh, your parents tell you something, they forget about it and you just hold it in your pocket for the opportunity to use those same words against them, right? To give it back. And then they like, mm, well, ain't this something? You know, ain't nothing they can say, right? <laughs> when you use the, the same, you're like, well, that's what you told me, right? So you telling me that that wasn't the case, mom? That wasn't the case, dad? Uncle Lucy, that what you told me? So that same way, be like, Father God, I know you said in Romans 8, 28, all things work together for, for good to those who love God. And I love you. I don't know why you're doing this, and I ain't happy about it, but I love you. I'm going to go and let you work it out. That's how we do it. Key number three knowing that we can handle any trial that comes our way, right? We know the devil likes to uh, come in and steal and destroy, break us down, make us feel like we're weak, like there is no way I can get through this. I may as well just give up, crawl in a corner, be depressed for the rest of my life and just give up. Mm -hmm. That's what the devil wants us to think. But by having these scriptural keys in our pocket, like put them on a key ring and flip through and be like, oh, I need this one right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I need this key right now because this is what I'm going through, right? Um, knowing that we can handle any, any trial. No temptation has overtaken you except such as is common to man. But God is faithful, who will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able. But with temptation will also make the way of escape that you may be able to bear it. That's 1 Corinthians 10 and 13. Lock that scriptural key in put it on your key ring for when you need it for when the devil tries to tell you you are not worthy you will not make it through it your kids will not pull through your sick relative will not make it your test results are going to come back negative you can study all day but you will not pass the bar you can apply for as many jobs as you want and you won't get the job but what you're going to do is look and say devil you are a liar because my father told me in first corinthians 10 and 13 my father told me otherwise, right? That's how we handle that business, right? Knowing and being steadfast, patient, and just having the courage because we know that God will make a way, right? So one, acceptance and well, nothing I can do about it. Number two, all works together for the good. Number three, confident, knowing, hey, that's all right, Sister Mel, knowing that we are able to handle any trial that comes our way. Number four, count it 
all joy even when it's not when it's not looking joyful to you when it's not looking pleasant when it's dark when it's stormy that's the time to say but god mm, let me look at everything that he's done before let me go ahead and start thinking about all the things that he's gonna do beyond even this point right instead of dreading the trials that come our way we count it all joy right we have to because we're constantly facing trials so if we go ahead and say you know what no matter what is coming at me i'm gonna be thankful i'm gonna look at first peter 4 12 and 13 again count it oh actually james 1 and 2 my brethren count it all joy when you fall into various trials welcome back Bree Bree. right if we look here uh matthew 5 11 and 12 blessed are you when they revile and persecute you and say all kinds of evil against you falsely for my sake rejoice and be exceedingly glad for great is your reward in heaven that verse just makes me smile for for so they persecuted the prophets who were before you i'm telling you I've done that one uh, many times when people come after you. And now, we, you know, with everything that I've been through, the the bullying from elementary school up until, you know, the first couple of years of high school, like I said, when I got sick and tired of being sick and tired, you know, and it was time to start throwing hands at that point because I was just done. On top of, you know, the molestation all the way through up until 16 and a half, then being raped, I was just done and, and, and fed up, right, at that point. So... Being able to, at this point, there ain't too much anybody can say about me. You know, having that thick skin, you can say what you want. You can make up what you want, but guaranteed, I'm going to keep on moving. Whatever lies you come against me with, whatever you want to do and be disgruntled about, that's you. Because I'm over here moving on with what I'm assigned to do, which it would be in your best interest to do what you're assigned to do, right? And when people come with that foolishness, just rejoice. And as it says, rejoice and be exceedingly glad to the point where people are like, is she crazy? That didn't upset her. She's not mad. She's not writing back a 10 paragraph post to my response on social media. Oh, she's not calling everybody upset. She's not running and hiding from all this stuff that's being said about her. No, ma'am. No, sir. Mm -mm. Ain't going to happen. That's not how any of that works when we realize to count it all joy and to rejoice and be exceedingly glad. And when we remember, count it all joy when we fall into various trials. And people will be like, some ain't right about that one. Mm -mm. I'm right. Some may write about you. You want to experience some of this joy? Come on over here and let's talk. That's how that's how that works, right? And people will seriously be like, mm, some may write about that one. That's a little bit peculiar there. She ain't getting upset, you know? She ain't getting mad. She ain't lashing out. She ain't spreading rumors back about me. Man, man. And she just rejoicing about it. Mm -hmm. Throw them off their game completely. Throw them off. Number five. Look for the lesson in the trial. Sometimes it may not come right away because I, you know, it's been it took many, many years for me to see the lessons in my trials, to learn the lessons, what I was meant to learn, how that was building me for my present purpose, for my present calling. Right? It's hard to see that, but we know when we can see our faith stays weak if we won't pass through the trials. Right? Let's look here where Peter said, "In this you greatly rejoice, though now for a little while, if need be, you have been grieved by various trials, that the genuineness of your faith, being much more precious than gold that perishes." though it is tested by fire, may be found to praise, honor, and glory at the revelation of Jesus Christ. First Peter 1, 6 through 7. Let me see who popped in. I love when you said that. Mm-hmm. That's not how any of this works. You know that's my saying right there. Mm-hmm. That's not how any of this works. It's just not. It's, it's just not. Mm-mm. Uh, <laughs> oh, Mel, 
hell yeah we got to work on that too that reminds me when i said that right so staying positive in the trials looking for the lesson in it trying to see okay i've went through all of this god what what am i meant to learn because some you know the old saying a hard head makes a soft what behind my grandma used to tell me that all the time and sometimes we keep repeating the same thing because we haven't learned the lesson we haven't sat back to look we're moving out of anger well you know what god you just wasn't ready for me to do it at that time i'm gonna go back and do that same thing that you sent me through a trial for even though because i didn't learn the lesson the first time i'm hard-headed i'm gonna go back one more time right you almost got to be like a little kid when they touch the hot stove nine times out of ten they're not gonna go back and touch the hot stove again after that happens right it, it, it just it, it just don't so we need to have that same discernment of a child you get burned once you ain't gonna go back and burn yourself again learn the lesson in that trial and then uh, the uh, the best part about that is sharing the wisdom from what you've learned about that trial that you went through that you experienced with somebody else to help them make uh, pave the road make it a little smoother for them right number six establish a healthy relationship with God. Let's look at Psalms 34. The Lord is near to those who have a broken heart and save such as have a contrite spirit. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers him out of them all, right? Having that healthy relationship. Uh, when, when we start to get weary, uh, Jesus commands us, come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. You see how we tying this in this week? We use these same scriptures last night, bringing it back, steady feet, feeding it in, feeding it in until it clicks in, right? That's how this works. Thank you, thank you, J9. Hey, Karen, glad to see you. I thought I saw you in here earlier right trials should draw us right not just some of them but all of them come on now sarah <laughs> come on now trials should draw us closer to god when we walk in the valley of the shadow of death we will fear no evil why because god is with us we know when we draw closer to him we draw closer to the source that holds the comfort that we're looking for that we're using to go through that trial hey it's okay Okay, Karen, as my grandma used to say, even iron gives out. We all need our rest sometimes, right? So knowing if we're looking at that 23rd Psalms 23 and 4, God is with us. That comfort is there when we're walking through that valley of the shadow of death. And we have that healthy relationship. And, and, and we're 100, we know without a doubt he's going to be there. Number seven, focusing on God's coming kingdom. Let me run that one back. Focusing on God's coming kingdom instead of sitting on the old thou is me part. Oh, woe is me. You know, have you ever worked with somebody or even, you know, I've been guilty of it myself. The morning starts off in a spiral. Everything goes wrong. So everybody that asks, how did your morning go? You make sure to go through the whole list. At one o'clock, you still relishing and going over everything, focusing on all the negative, all the bad stuff that went on that morning. Now it's carried into the midday. Then it's carried into the afternoon. Then it carries into the kingdom, uh, into the evening when you walk into the house, right? But if we take that focus off of self and, and reframe it back into the positive and focus on God, God's coming kingdom, right? Let's look here. The incredible joy of being in God's kingdom beyond human comprehension. I know I sit all the time and be like, man, I wonder what it's going to be like. Mm, I wonder if it's really like that. And me, I'm not willing to take the chance of not finding out. I, I'm just not. Even if they say, well, Tor, what if it's a 1% chance that any of this stuff that you believe, you know what? I'm not willing to take that 1% chance, 2% chance, 5%. I'm just not. There's nothing you can do or say to convince me otherwise. It's not a chance that I'm willing to take. Mm -mm, right? Let's look here. 1 Corinthians 2 and 9. 
eye has not seen nor ear heard nor have entered in the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those who love them beyond human comprehension comprehension if we focus our minds on god's kingdom and all of the wonderful things right that that it will bring for our lives how can you get discouraged how can you you know it's not saying that you can't you know because like i said this is a lot easier said than done we are all works in progress we are all flesh working in progress to better ourselves to be able to be like oh this is the key that i need right now i'm going through something i'm getting a little discouraged i need to get myself back on track right knowing that no matter what life throws at us we're confident that the sufferings of the present time are not worthy to be compared to the glory that awaits us right that will be revealed to us romans 8 and 18 the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us oh come on now people who say that have religion and not the experience of relationships see that's not how any of that works come on now charles tell the people tell the people uh-uh it's about the relationship we're so tied up in the whole religious aspect of it we've lost track it's time to recenter and regroup that's mm, mm, actually i started working on um mm, i had some downloads coming and, and it's not all together the way i need it together and i'll know like i said i always know when it's time and he says now it's time to deliver that message but that one right there that charles is talking about it's coming it's coming um number eight Seek godly counsel. If we look at Proverbs 11 and 14, the eighth scriptural key, right, to conquering those trials, being able to stay positive during those trials. Again, no matter whether you're sitting right here in this back part as a spectator, or you might be one of the ones at that table, you know, over there, or, you know, you might be one of these jurors over here. But you may be that person that end up standing up there, uh-huh, in front of that man to sit in that chair up there. If that's you, you know, trying to get through that, whatever the trial is whatever it is you know divorce uh some sort of trauma that you've went through right job loss uh problems with kids whatever it is i could sit here and i could name ten thousand different kinds of storms come on sarah even leadership needs accountability right let's look seeking godly counsel proverbs eleven fourteen: where there is no counsel the people fall but in the multitude of counselors, there is safety. And if the people that are counseling you, and when and when you receive the counsel, if everything within your being says none of this sounds right, mm-hmm, you need to seek other counsel because that's clearly some misguided counsel that's speaking over you that uh, that you're convening with. You, especially if everything inside of you is like. This ain't right. That's the Holy Spirit. When people say, well, how do I know that God's talking to me? How do I know? Mm-hmm. That convictualization, that word that I like to make up and put around, uh-huh, you being convictualized. That Holy Spirit coming on you and it's convictualization in you. Uh-huh, everything inside of you is just disturbed and you're like, mm, I just don't feel right. Mm-mm. Mm. That's that Holy Spirit knocking for them that are waiting that you, you think it's going to be an audible voice saying, Sarah don't do that don't listen to those people j9 mm -mm. you know it ain't gonna be that resounding voice j9 put that down don't do that you know no it's within us right mm, that's a whole nother scope right there right uh, a lot of people have been led to believe that there's only certain uh people that are anointed mm -mm, that is not the case we're gonna talk about that again on down the road right key number nine let me stay on track stay on track store i am okay uh key number nine studying the word right in second timothy three and we look at 16 all script right that nudge it'd be like mm, sometimes 
Let me put a pen right there so I remember I'm on number nine. Sometimes it's even more than a nudge. You be going along and you just be doubled over, just in pain, just agony, because you know it's not right. Everything inside of you. But then, like I said, there's always an exit. God always provides an exit door. But we like to say, I didn't have no other choice. I didn't have, mm mm-hmm. You had another choice. When you got in the car, and the car didn't start, that was your sign to take your back tail back up in the house. Mm-hmm. But no, you call and you say, you know what? Hey, uh, Tyrone, come over here and give me a jump. Mm-hmm. Hey, girl, can you come over here and give me a jump? Felita, I need to go handle this business. Okay. Mm-hmm. That was the time to turn around and say, you know what? Maybe I'm not meant to go. But you're like, no, let me get somebody to give me a jump. So that was an exit door right there. I'm just going to break this down. That was the first one. So we can't sit and say, mm, I didn't have no choice. I, there was no other option. The devil is a lie. There's always other options, but we are so focused on what we're trying to do in our fleshly mindset till we ignore all the doors, right? They wide open, ignoring all the signs, right? So you get the jump, you get on in, and you say you're going down the road. Then you're like, man, hmm, tire kind of wobbling, right? Man, I'm out of now. I gotta stop and get air. Door number two. Mm-hmm. Door number two. God saying, let me open up another door. He just sitting like, mm-hmm. Let me scroll through and see what's going on over here on Shay Facebook channel. Let me see if she gonna put that air in her tire and turn her around and go back home. Let me see if Levante gonna turn around and go on back home. Let me see what's going on over here in this uh standing in the gap prayer group while I wait. Put the air in the tire, boom, going on down the road, mm-hmm. Knowing that you're heading to nothing but trouble. So you had two doors, right? So then you get you just about there and you're like oh man i forgot half the stuff that i was supposed to bring with me mm, that's that holy spirit again opening that door trying to get you to go back home because a lot of the times we know if we're out and we're somewhere and we're at a point where we turn around and go back generally it's like girl i done had to come all the way back home i'm not coming back out tonight i'm gonna stay at home right that's what i do i'm like Mm-mm, i'm not coming back i'll catch you tomorrow on that thing we t- we don't go back so that's another door the third door opening up another third opportunity but now we go back we grab the stuff come hold on tyrone you and the boys hang tight right there i'm coming i'm gonna be a little bit late y'all don't make that move without me girl felita don't make that move you watch her you let me know if you see um see the wife leave the house mm-hmm. breaking the story on down because we know how this go right come on now do not serve our flesh so we get everything together we head on back down the road right we flying just speeding just speeding trying to get there because we already had to turn around bam woo! Mm-hmm. mr popo stop so then you're like mm-hmm. so you're trying to be nice cooperate you're you're gonna pull out your license your insurance you know and all of that and you're like here here you, you ain't finna argue with that man tonight or that woman that officer here here go my stuff go on, get, just give me my ticket i got to go give me my ticket right so another door that the holy father is opening up the, the the spirit when you're saying i never hear from god i didn't have no other choice that was four choices right there somebody done been through this somebody know what i'm talking about right that was four choices so you get the ticket you throw it over on the seat girl i just done got this ticket blippity blip blip i don't know what the holy hot pepper just going off mm-hmm should turn your butt around stayed at home when you was there but you drive on mm-hmm then you get there and there's your boys waiting on you right you gonna do that thing whatever it is and the holy spirit still like turn around this ain't gonna go good. You're walking up, you're like, man, I don't feel right about this. But you can't look weak in front of your boys, right? So you got, you came back out now. You done came this far. You can't look weak. Mm-hmm. So you gonna do it. About midway through, shots start ringing out. Folks start running. Lives start dropping. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, man, I knew I shouldn't have got mixed in this. You start running back. The next thing you know, whoop, whoop. Mm-hmm. Next thing you know, you're in handcuffs. But then you start replaying back. And then when you're there, you can make that phone call. Hey, mama, I don't know how I ended up down here. Uh, You know how you ended up down there? You didn't listen. The Holy Spirit kept opening doors. Finally, he got to the point at the end where he was like, boom. 
boom, just kicking them open. But you like, close that door. Get out. I got stuff to go do. Mm-hmm. You pull up at that motel. Uh-huh. Knowing that that woman's uh, husband or that man, uh, that woman's, um, that woman's husband's finna pull up and get out of that car. Or you pull up knowing uh, uh, that that female is getting ready to come in. And her husband is sitting at home. Mm-hmm. That's what you do. And the Holy Spirit like, turn around. This ain't right. Obedience is better than sacrifice. you like, mm, that, but that flesh is just gnawing at you. You're gnawing. Ooh, this ain't right. Your kids blowing up your phone. Your husband like, you gonna come home and cook. And I got this meeting. I'll be home as soon as this meeting done. Oh, me and, uh, me and Felita over hit this mall. I just got to pick up this stuff. I got to have this stuff. We having a bake sale. We having a potluck at the office tomorrow. Honey, I'll be home. Just get to feed the kids some sandwiches. No one. Mm-hmm. Uh, you about to have a potluck, all right, right? Every sign, just hard-headed. All the signs. God just booping open doors, right? So we can't sit on that excuse, right? I just had to throw that in. Mm-hmm. I can't remember who got me started on that, whether it was Sarah or Levante, but I, hey, I had to put it in there. Number nine studying the word all scripture is given by inspiration of god and is profitable for doctrine for reproof for correction for instruction in righteousness that the man of god may be complete thoroughly equipped for every good work studying our word right it's full of practical wisdom to help us overcome and conquer when those trials are coming to remain positive right knowing and sometimes like it says profitable for doctrine for reproof for correction for instruction in righteousness it's all right there that's the ninth key the ninth one, right? And this last one. Mm-hmm. Oh, we done made it through. Number we on number 10. Number 10, the big one. Number 10. Pray to God. The Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Let me put that into context, as I said the other night. Which God are you praying to? I need you to clarify for me, to make sure we are on the same path, to make sure we are in the same um, godly counsel, to make sure we're in the same Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Make sure we're all on the same accord here, right? Uh, prayer is powerful just as i spoke about that young man i've been holding him you know up in prayer saying god please allow give this young man a chance he's trying to turn his life around right it's the highest privilege given to us mortals mortal people fleshly people to be able to talk to our supreme heavenly father to be able to communicate with him from anywhere at any time right in any manner we need to sometimes it may be in that ugly cry the trial may be so bad you just in that downright that just that hurting ugly cry and you just praying and just calling out you may be down on your knees saying father god father god you know what i'm going through right now give me the strength give me the guidance keep me in the comfort of your arms father that I may make it through what I'm going through, right? You may be laid prostrate. You may be done took every table out the house. You may have called the people and told them to come and pick up the refrigerator, take everything out the pantry. I'm going into full prayer and fasting. As my girl, Pastor Monique said, Pastor S. Monique, you just take the whole table, sit the whole table out in the front yard, say, I'm pushing back the plate. I don't want no food. It's prayer and fasting. One of the, uh, uh, the most honorable things that we can do to get in communication, right? With prayer, we don't need to set an appointment. You ever tried to get into the doctor? My dermatologist now, I know I need to go once a year for that main appointment, right? Uh, for my photosensitive eczema. I couldn't be like the piece. I told y'all, I ain't like everybody else. I couldn't fit in. I couldn't have that eczema that flares up in the winter. No, I got to have that kind, even with all this melanin, when I go out in the sun, whoop, I have photosensitive eczema. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's how this works for me every summer. 
Ooh-wee. But that's okay. I came across some great stuff. Fizz Bubbles products. Fizzbubbles.com. If you got skin problems with eczema or anything else, Fizzbubbles.com. Shameless plug right there. Yep, I just put that right in there. But, because I prayed. I said, Lord, I need something for this, right? But with my dermatologist for that appointment coming up um, that I normally need for next summer, I had to set that a few months ago when I went to the office to ensure my spot. But the thing about when we need an appointment with the Heavenly Father, I ain't got to look and be like, Siri, see if God has an opening tomorrow at noon. That's not how any of this works. Mm-hmm. It's just not. Mm-mm. We can just stop right now. I could just be like, you know what? I know y'all over on that other side of the scope, but I need to go in communion with my Father. Y'all give me a minute. And I could just go into full prayer. You know, at any time anywhere we do not need to set an appointment we don't have to have him say you know what mm, let me check my schedule and see if i can pencil you in karen i might mm, looks like i have an opening for you in december karen will that work for you mm -hmm. it don't work like that no we can go to him at any time right establishing each time making that relationship that we talked about building the relationship with him making it stronger right uh, because he's willing more than willing to help us with the problems that we have he's always there we might be tired and sleepy we may wake up stressed out at three o'clock in the morning and be like father god and he like yes mm -hmm. y'all remember when he was in the boat trying to get his beauty rest probably had his hair and stuff all laid out you know and he laying there and they looking at the storm that was raging and everything and they like hey hey it's a storm you gonna get up we all about to die out here and he just gets up like what's wrong with y'all storm be still be still you know and we just in full just uh, we just breaking down melting down running around like crazy just frazzled hair falling out nerves shot out then chewed off all your fingernails nerves just bad and he like it'll be okay be all right calm down i got this i'm gonna quiet this storm watch me work Watch me work. Call on me at any time, and I'll be here. Like that commercial when the lady calling State Farm at 3 o'clock in the morning, you know, um, this Jake from State Farm, mm -hmm, it's 3 o'clock. And the husband like, who are you talking to at 3 o'clock in the morning? Like I said, people in your house might be like, who in the world is mama in there talking to? It's 3 o'clock in the morning. Oh, my gosh, who is daddy in there talking to? Who is my brother talking to? Y'all hear my sister in there talking? She in there talking? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like I said, if you truly want to scare the hell out of your house, wake up, as the scripture says. Pray at midnight. Wake up at 3 a.m. and just praise for no reason. Just start praising and have a family like, oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. Just praise the hell out of the house. And they're going to be like, yep. Mm-hmm. They might even start getting up, which is opposed to being scared up after they sleep from you going through your praise and worship. They might set that 1159 alarm and be like, mama, we up. We're going to praise with you tonight. Daddy, we up. We're going to praise with you tonight because we know what's coming at midnight. Mm-hmm. That's how that works, right? Right? Just being confident, knowing that he's there with his grace in our time of need. So let's close this out. The 10 biblical keys to uh, staying positive, conquering those trials when we start to face the many different types of hardships that are thrown at us. I'd be ready to belt someone if they call me that early. Right, Kenzie Karen? But you know, <laughs> the father's like, yes, mm-hmm. He like, look, I know it's four o'clock in the morning. He like, that's fine. What you need? What you want? He listening. Mm-hmm. But if you think about it though, all the other people in all uh, globally, that at that same time, it may be four a.m. for us, but it may be eleven p.m. for them. It may be two o'clock for them. You know, all the different time zones calling on him. You know, and, and, and especially if you've been, you know, if you've been in a daycare, uh, you want to test your nerves, go up in a Chuck E. Cheese, and all the people calling the name, Mama, 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 a, 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 a. Can you imagine when everybody get to calling at one time? 
That's a, ooh, wee. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. He's like, I got this. Just think about it in that perspective. Like, it ain't just me. Answer the phone like, this must be Jesus because I know <laughs> it ain't nobody else, right? And just think about all the people that's calling on him at one time right but then if we get you know the email get to blowing up phones going off everything the kids calling you you know the microwave beeping the somebody at the door and we just frazzle but we got all of these people around this world constantly every second saying father god father god god i need you god i need you oh that's a powerful thought think about that right and just knowing and putting these keys, lining them up, right? Knowing, keeping in mind that uh, that we can't solve our own problems, right? Well, we can try. We can really try. But <laughs> bear in mind that we can't solve the problems on our own. We need a little bit of help, right? Staying positive, staying in our lane, uh, 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 falling back on these scriptural keys when we need it, that scriptural foundation, right? Um, the, and closing it out here, for he himself has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Hebrews 13 and 7, if you don't remember any of the others. Hebrews 13 and 7, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Let's run back through them. Key number one, accepting that trials are a part of life. Number two, realizing that it, it's all for the greater good. It all works together for good. Number three, knowing that we can handle any trial that comes our way. Number four, mm, rejoice and being exceedingly glad. Count it all as joy. Number five, looking for the lesson in that trial, right? And remembering, mm, I got to pass this wisdom on. I'm going to learn the lesson from this. I'm going to maintain it and I'm going to pass it along so it helps somebody else. A lot of the times we like to sit in shame, blame, embarrassment, and guilt and because we don't want anybody to know. But it's somebody out there that's going through the same thing. Hey, Chewy, I love that little pup. It's just so cute, right? Um, no, and looking for the lesson in the trial. Number six, establishing that healthy relationship. And I ain't say establish. Establishing a healthy religion with God. Wrong R. Establish a healthy relationship with God. Number seven, focus on God's coming kingdom. Don't focus on the troubles you're going through at hand. Just sit and think, one day I will not have to deal with this. One day I will not have to keep going back for these test results. I won't have to worry about no more surgeries. I won't have to worry about the pain. I won't have to worry about if my kid's going to stay out of trouble. I'm not going to have to worry about if I'm going to get the job or not. I'm just not going to have to worry about it. Why? Because I'm going to focus on God's coming kingdom. Number eight, Seeking godly counsel, making sure the people around us are proper. Uh, godly counsel, Proverbs 11 and 14. Number nine, studying our word. And number 10, staying in prayer. Prayer is powerful. That's our keys. That's our lesson for tonight, guys. I hope you found something that maybe lifted your spirit. Maybe something that was like, hmm, as my sister Mel says, gave you a little something to ponder. As always, all of my replays stay up. Um, so far, I haven't hit that. I believe it's 500. I think that's right, Karen. I haven't hit that 500 mark to where they'll start overriding. But don't worry, because I take all of these and put them over on the YouTube channel. Mm-hmm, sure do. And I also take the audio and upload it to the podcast over on Anchor. Sure do, yep. So anytime when you may say, mm, I need some of that tornado on the go, go over and subscribe to the podcast. We're on Spotify, iTunes, Google, all of that stuff just go over to anchor and it'll listen uh list out all the locations where you can pick this up on google podcast and be like oh i need that tornado on the go what was that spiritual key that she gave me i need to listen to that right now all right i'll be back here tomorrow mm -hmm. gdt time god's divine time tomorrow night to wrap out our week guys thank you this is a great term thank you so much for sharing such good all right oh sarah it's my pleasure right thank you father we did i Hey, I just be obedient. I sit and I say, okay, 
What you me talk about? Mm-hmm. I got a sheet over there. If I get up and reach it, um, I've marked out about eight different things that we went through. About midway through, change it again. Change it again. Change it again. Yep, that's the kind of shenanigans that he pulled today, but I'm fine with that. Mm-hmm. We got on through it, <laughs> right? I'll be back here tomorrow night. Y'all know how I close this thing out. Walk good. Do good. Be good. Be purposeful. Be intentional, all right? Tornado, I'm out of here. I love y'all. I really, really do. Work on them keys. Go get your little keychain and put them on there and just jingle them around, all right? You all know the Torah. 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 Torah.